This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to that Peter Crouch podcast with me, Peter Crouch. We've got Chris Stark and the Notorious SID. Uh, everyone all right? Good week? Yeah, very good, man. Yeah, yeah, you're wedding notorious. Again, you? I've been at wedding. I mean, I feel like I'm on tour at weddings at the moment. Wedding, yeah. wedding crasher. I've had a, a good few weddings. I had my brother's wedding, which was exceptional. Yeah. Um, look, whilst we're here, can I give a quick shout out to Professor Green, who um, my brother's like his biggest fan. And uh, he turned up as like a surprise uh, for, for my little brother. Well, that's great that's of him, eh? How nice yeah, is that? Like, what a top bloke. And um, yeah, obviously went down well. I had one of my best mates' weddings. And uh, yeah, it's just been busy with weddings recently. Yeah. yeah. Good weekend. Yeah. Yeah. You said what you've been up to? Uh, I had to be found, I had a quiet weekend. I had a heavy couple of days, Thursday, Friday, golf days, uh, charity days. And then, um, do you know what? I run the, I, run, I, done the, I was the linesman yesterday for my, um, my middle son's Sunday league game. And uh, I got a shout from behind saying, that's not offside notorious. <laughs> <laughs> swear, swear down. And I said, man, I said, I'm getting, more, I'm getting more knowledge for that than the previous 20 years of my life. I know. Well, well, welcome to my world, son. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's okay. crazy, the stuff that comes from this podcast. Which I know you're relatively new to it, Sid, but like in most people's eyes now, you're either notorious or... You know, puddings is massive, massive. Yeah. Africa. Yeah. You know, when you run the line, are you trying to be a good linesman or are you treating it as a bit of fun? I.e., are you doing the sort of crab walk? Run, <laughs> no. Like, are you trying to be the linesman that you would have seen playing football? <laughs> no, I am all for fun. Yeah. All for fun. Like, I, sometimes I switch off and I'll talk to a parent and I'm like, oh shit, I need to like get up with play, you know, up to the halfway line. So, are you. I'm not crabbing. Are you not crabbing? You've got a crab. And do you do you bend yourself over as well, like looking for the offside? Yeah. If it's a penalty, you straight into the. To be fair, if it's a boring game and I get and I I do give it the old, you know, like the whip of that flag That's a good one. Or if it's an obvious throw. <laughs> you know, so, why there's a bit of Mike Dean in there do yeah. you, know? Lino you know what you should do I think Lino should do is because they're not they're not seen as cool as footballers are they but I think if you're a Lino if you see you're throwing I think you could throw a dab in yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think you could go it's that way <laughs> boom that way <laughs> I'd like to get a Lino one we've had referees on here before we've had Mike Dean we've had um, the motherfucking um, DRE yeah. um, yeah <laughs> We've we've had we love we've, a ref, don't we? Um, yeah, we do. We actually do, and it's been fascinating learning about the journeys a, a lot of these referees have taken. Huge football fans, but fans of that side of it, and have yeah. risen through the ranks to get there. We've never really touched on lines 
people. Yeah. I don't know what the correct yeah. term is now. Yeah. Uh, lines it's them. Just, it's a system. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've been saying linesman, haven't I, then? But... Uh, I don't, it's, I, was it assistant yeah. referee? Linos. Assistant referee. I think yeah. Linos. So, so, there's no line, line involved anymore. Yeah, oh, there's line. no line. It's assistant referee. Yeah. It's assistant referee. Yeah. So assistant referees. Yeah. Be, it'd be good to uh, get an assistant referee. I don't know who's the big name in assistant refereeing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The referee yesterday, he was only young, bless him. Um, I don't think he knew who I was. And he was saying to me, do you know the rules, the offside rules? <laughs> Well, it's a, still a good... Fucking <laughs> Still a bad I swear. I swear to you. He, you know, both both line, linesmen came because obviously it's a parent the from re- one team. The ref said to you. Yeah, it's a proper... You know the yeah, it's a proper referee. Sorry, official. And he said, linesman, can we have you both in? One from their team. So who was, who was that? Who was your opposing lines person? No, no, no linesman. No, I don't know his name. Didn't know. Yeah. yeah, but was it just like a parent? Oh, yeah, no, it's yeah. a parent. Yeah, 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 a parent from both teams, yeah. <laughs> and he called us into the middle and I was like, oh, this is quite yeah, official. Serious. And he said, uh, yeah, can, you know, um, just leave all the fouls and in-game stuff to me. Can you just officiate on well, what throw-in goes where and just offside. And I was like, yeah, okay. He said, and do we both, are we up to date with the offside rule? And do you know it? And I was like, I, I think so. <laughs> and the other the other parent is actually laughing with me. Oh. I don't think do the other parent uh, know? Yeah, he yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh were you God. Were you in boots? No. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he's turned up like as a... I just want to gauge uh, what uh, level he's committed. Because no. I think you would turn up in, you'd want to do it fully proper... Yeah, it depends how young the kids are. If the kids are quite young, I think yeah, it's... But I'm not going to run the line. I'm going there to... Well, you like, say that, but I'm not sure. I think you no, no, do. No, no. I think the you want to be a line. It's one of mine. If you know Sunday League, right, and you, you've got kids, yeah. when your boys get older, you'll know it. The referee like has that wander over with the flag. And it's a case of every parent just does that and just starts talking to another. And but you've got a volunteer. I Sometimes, so like, yeah. So I was like, I'll do it today, lads. But the flag work that you were talking about, the cracking of the flag, yeah. that's something I don't know is is sort of um, they learn in a college, in a refereeing college, or something like that. But some of them just have wonderful flag work. It's it's um, it's almost wonderful like flag work. No, because tell you are right. Because you know when <laughs> tell me you've seen the warm up. I've not seen the referee no. practicing. What do you mean, throwing a flag at? They've, like, they've got like a camera in the tunnel and he's there sort of doing like the crab like shuffle a couple of times and doing that in front of a mirror. Have you, uh, but oh. when they wave, you know when they get excited with it and they wave the flag. <laughs> like you're waking someone off. <laughs> oh yeah, it's on YouTube. <laughs> but, but when they do it... Wow, I don't want to see that no, anymore. You see some of them have fantastic flag work, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so graceful. And they'll, 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 you're right, they really pronounce the arm. Mm. And I wonder if they get this sort of um, gymnast. Is, is it gymnast? What's that one? What's that Olympic sport where they throw a ribbon around? Oh, when well, it's gymnastics, gymnastics, yeah. and they do yeah. the, the ribbons, they yeah. do the ball. What the it's ball, a sport. That one? It is a sport. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the floor. Yeah. I wonder if anyone's ever gone from that to lino. <laughs> or we from adopt long, a, line, a lino, right? Let's, get, let's work out who... I feel like referees get an element of fame now. Let's let's find the best lino yeah. in the UK, okay. right? right. Yeah. Like really back one of them. Yeah. Do you know like what? Make them cult names. You know what? There's a lot of, lot of fans out there who actually like they'll they'll see who the referees and and they'll go, oh, we're not, not good. To, you know, they, they yeah. take great pride in sort of knowing them. So I think there'll be people out there that do know who's the best assistant referee. Who should we bat on this podcast? Who's the name? that we should be looking into. And then we can sort of follow their progress throughout the season. But then maybe we can get them signed up to uh, one of these uh, gymnast sort of um, yeah. uh, ribbon workshop things and see if we can like... 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, no, or if you are one of those ribbon, um, I don't know what you call them, ribbon wranglers, like ribbon gymnastics. Um, if you are one of those specialists, if you're a ribboner, you're someone that plays with ribbons. Let us know because maybe what we could do is send out like a lino flag mm. and get a full display. I think they are they're under they're underappreciated. Could we have, say, for example, at Crouchfest, dancers with flags? And they make some sort of wonderful... Has that ever been seen before? Like the lino, like a bunch of linos just doing a wonderful display to some classical music. I think that is what Crouchfest is all about. Has anything been seen before? Before yeah. Crouchfest? Yeah, no, 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 that's very true. Imagine that start of the second half, just they come out like ballerinas, the linos, yeah. with their flags. Yeah. All right, we'll look into it. Yeah. Um, right, so you know the... Uh, you know the names. Um, so we had the uh, Vagina 11. Uh, like obviously, you know, people keep sending them in. Mm. Um, well, I've got a Golf 11 here. This has yep. been sent oh, in. Oh, great. Um, and it says goalkeeper Rob Green. Yep. James <laughs> Justin won. Uh, Lewis Bunker. <coughs> Lewis Bunker, yeah. yeah. Straight into Palmer Saka, <laughs> which I quite like. Fair Wayne Bridge. Bridge. Yeah. yeah. Albatross Barkley. <laughs> oh, wow. Shank Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. Yuri Treelemans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Damien Duff. High Bridier Drogba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. High Bridier. Yeah. I would say I would say High Brida. We're high, missing. I would say Bridier. I would say high high Brida Hangerland. Brida Hangerland. High Brida. High Brida Hangerland. Niall Driving Ranger. Yeah, I like these. These are all good. I've got two yeah. to add for these. Um, into the Sean Longstaff. Longstaff. Yeah. No. <laughs> and um, Ansu Fati. <laughs> if you fat the ball. Oh, oh yeah. okay, okay. I think they've everyone's oh. missed the obvious yep. here. Nicky Putt. Oh, <laughs> wow. That is fantastic. <laughs> that is fantastic. So, There's a lot more to come go. from this. Can I give a shout out to, I was having my golf lesson. You know, I'm trying to do the golf lessons now once a week. Um, shout out Daryl, who's um, teaching me at the moment. He's just been made aware that I work on this podcast. We're about five, six lessons in. Yeah. When someone decided to come up behind my lesson um, last week, and uh, just keep making the references to the podcast, uh-huh. which were fine up until the barbecue cunt moment, which uh, then he asked, like, what is it you do? <laughs> <laughs> what is it you do? And I had to, I had to try and explain his absolute shambles oh of a podcast to him. Um, We've got a message here. I don't know from from Amrick. I don't know. Do you want do you want to get into this? It's, it's actually worth getting into. I think so. Yeah. yeah. This, you, this is it's long. Yeah. So it's probably worth worth a shout out. All right. Are you are you taking this? You, right? I, I can if okay. you want me to. Well, I'll tell you what. Shall I give the context to it and then you go into the yeah. message? So, I, I haven't managed to do it this season yet because I've been to a couple of Watford games, but I haven't it's been able weddings. to get along to it, and I've been busy with weddings. Um, but I haven't been able to get to a Maidenhead game yet this season. So we've talked about this in the podcast before, but at Maidenhead, um, the, the bars that were there, when they were in lower leagues, you could literally sit around the pitch and have a pint because mm. they were in such a low league that it, it didn't break the rules doing that. And then as Maidenhead have done better, moved through the leagues, they're now at a stage where the bars have to be covered with fences so you can't see the game and it's, you know, it's a rule. I've managed to get around this by 
going into the bar there and if I bring a periscope with me, I can see over the top of the fences. So I wanted to normalise this in football that you can bring a periscope. Yeah. I'm slightly concerned that I could end up in trouble, in trouble. for it. I can't see why because end of the day, it's it's no different to bring You're sitting in, there with a pint and you've got a periscope. Mate, it's bringing binoculars yeah. to the opera. That was my opinion on it. So we've put an appeal out there and said, look, if you are a lawyer or a solicitor or something like that and can help defend us when we do end up in trouble for this, let us know. And I believe someone's been in touch. What's amazing about the podcast is there's always someone who does the job that we need them to do. And Amrik is a qualified solicitor and he says he'd like to take this opportunity to volunteer himself to be the official solicitor of the podcast. Great. Um, and he says, the law specifically states that you cannot have possession of alcohol from a place where the game can be directly viewed. I would like to question how Chris watching the game through the lens of his periscope is considered direct viewing. There is also another loophole. The law states that Chris cannot have possession of alcohol while watching the game. So technically, if Crouchy was to feed Chris's pint <laughs> and Chris would then not be in possession of the alcohol. Brilliant. This is so <laughs> good. Right. Next, we need to make sure the club does not remove Chris's periscope. The National League confirms the binoculars are permitted in stadiums. I would strongly argue, Your Honour, that a periscope <laughs> is a type of binocular. <laughs> now, if the steward is a Carl, this won't work. If this happens, Chris need, will need to tell the steward, Carl, that he has bad eyesight. This is a yeah. form of a disability protected by the Equality Act of 2010. Wow. Now, if the steward Carl was going to remove Chris's periscope from him, it would be like removing a wheelchair from a person with mobility issues or removing someone's walking stick from them. Mm. It's a no-go. Steward Carl would be sued and Chris would then be provided with some... Conversation. I would, I, I, I would agree. Yeah. Um, I hope this helps your dialer and it allows Chris to enjoy his pint from the sidelines. Loving the pod, lads, and I mean it. I will be your pod solicitor. Get me involved in Crouchfest, and I'll happily find ways around the law. <laughs> uh, let me do. No, I do need to read this bit. I do need to read this bit. Excuse me. Now, here is the legal bit. This email is not intended to be actual legal advice. Committing an offence, pursuing in the sporting events, control of alcohol, etc., Act of 1985 is a criminal offence and can carry a maximum prison sentence of six months <laughs> community service or fine whilst loopholes i have found are real they have not been tested and the courts may still go ahead and find they are a breach of the law this email is for joking purposes only but i am a qualified criminal solicitor and family solicitor with a background in football offenses i mean that's also, he says the email's a joke. That's his defence. Yeah, 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 he's defending yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. As far yeah, as, as I can see, he's not joking. That's a small, <laughs> and, that, and that is in small print as well. <laughs> that's the small print. I, look, that's the small print. I feel like I had to read out because I didn't want him to get fired or something. Yeah. Hey, how good is that? So, so, so we have a solicitor. Have we found an official solicitor for the pod? No, yeah. no. no. I mean, he's... Uh, uh, Amrick, sorry. Let me, let me get back to it. it yeah, yeah, Amrick. yeah. Yeah, Amrick is now the official solicitor of the podcast we should definitely bring him down to crouch fest i mean I think so. and great that we've got a solicitor on well there's a few yeah. things that we want to do at crouch fest there's a, a, a few carls at wembley have told us we can't so if amrit can find loopholes around that yeah yeah and equally if you have an issue that you think amrit can help you consider this free legal advice i guess if as long as we're allowed to talk about it um <laughs> let us know ideally if it's sort of football related it's a football podcast um, but if there's something you need a solicitor for um, and can't afford it, it is expensive. Yeah. I'd like to think Amrik here is is now, now he's attached to the podcast, can, yeah. can help. So Pete, I don't know how you want to do this because I do want to go to a maiden game with the Periscope. It's yeah. going to be hard to get you along at the same time because you boys deal with the punditry and stuff. And, and now well, it's if there's a football. night game maybe? Like, cause, uh, know, Tuesday nights or something. You know, more, more in keeping with a few beers as well. Yeah. I mean, do you, do you go with anyone else to the game? 
Um, yeah, yeah, I'll go with my mate eight. Nick. Might yeah. be a little Tuesday night game, you know. We can all get nice. down there, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm get, more than happy to that. I'd, 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 I'm, I'm bang up for, for We'll bring now. the periscopes. And, and I'll, I'll just, I could feed you. Yeah, and then we're legally sound. And when the steward does come over, mm-hmm. we'll just have this email ready to go. We'll just <laughs> hand it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Should I speak to our solicitor, please? <laughs> to our solicitor. Imagine that scenario. That'd be amazing. Imagine oh, some poor steward who's just come over to say, sorry, sir, you can't can't watch the game through your periscope while being fed beer. Actually, we go, actually, read that. <laughs> This next part of the podcast is sponsored by BrewDog. So once again, we're enjoying our pints of Black Heart, which has made us realise there is sometimes an alternative to the thing that you've always taken for granted. So we've been asking ourselves, what if it's better when it comes to this stout and after a few pints over the weeks? I think we're confident we found the answer, right, Crouchy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, just before we get into this, though, someone has defaced my Black Heart and uh, put um, Black Fart on it. No way. How have they done no. that? They've moved the E off the bottom there. And, they've, uh, <laughs> they've got rid of the first letter and rubbed away at the second. Yeah, I just How noticed it as that. you were talking. It's now, it's now a black fart. Do and, you know, um, but, yeah, it just but made I d- me laugh because on, on the section that we're doing of black heart, um, I just saw black fart. I mean, what's quite funny about this is like, I don't think this happens a lot yeah. here at BrewDog, but obviously one person's done it and it's very and it's like... Quite... And, and, the glass has arrived with you. With my yeah. event, whilst we're actually talking about Black Heart. So I really hope they're listening. Uh, yeah, I hope so too. So well done. <laughs> That's genius. Uh, Black Heart has shown us there might be a better way to do stout. And it's got us thinking, um, how could we change the pod up? Is there a better way of doing some of the things that we love? And that's been the theme of discussion. Here. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, we've reached out and I've, I've had a few suggestions here. Uh, I've had this one in. Uh, it says, instead of ordering food into the studio on recording days, could Chris install a barbecue? Yeah. Great, Ooh. great point. Would you be up for that? Uh, I'd totally be up for that. And likewise, the same way that we're embracing something new with with Black Heart here at BrewDog, it'd be nice to think that BrewDog are listening to this and thinking, well, we'll embrace something new and instead we'll install a barbecue and let Chris cook But wouldn't food you have here? to arrive here 15 hours before to do your low, <laughs> Absolutely. Your low and slow? <laughs> no, but here's, here's what I could do. I could um, prepare my meat start cooking pre-rubbed no but listen to this boys what I do is we start the barbecue here I then jump on a flight and I go to the brew dog in Las Vegas uh-huh. and like yeah. and, and by the time I've then you know dealt with the barbecue there um, had a good time in Vegas and then come back dinner should be ready okay okay can, you, I, you, can I be your plus one please <laughs> see <laughs> you've only just realised that there is a brew dog in Vegas I know I was made and aware of this earlier yeah, yeah so they're not you're doing anything to try and get out of there mate I've never been to Vegas and again it's a new way of thinking and you know we want to embrace something new I go to the same pubs generally speaking and we're here every week if we're going to embrace something new perhaps we should mm. do the podcast from brew dog Las Vegas from Vegas yeah but, uh, I mean, we're, we're looking at a new way of doing uh, things aren't we isn't that the theme of Black Heart and mm. If Brewdog, if you're listening to this right now, I would suggest a major way that we could do that is by sending the entire podcast team um, to, uh, Las to, Vegas. to Las Vegas. Yeah. Well, I'm minimum, for, that. for a minimum of three days. <laughs> uh, with all expenses covered. And, <laughs> of course. You know, let's do things differently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Steve, any more messages? Well, talk about doing things differently. What about this one? This is from Gary. Uh, it's the Rugby World Cup and something many people enjoy whilst drinking a stout. Would you, would you boys want to talk more about other sports on the podcast that they haven't covered? That we haven't covered. Um, well, it's it's the Rugby World Cup. Um, I'm going to say I think it's better how it is rather um, than branching out and doing that. I think like we've got um, between us here... Um, a wealth of experience in football. Mm. By that, I mean Sids and Pete. Um, <laughs> no, but you, so, you say that, but you've got a wealth of experience as well in football. Yeah, yeah but we do, we do touch on other sports. We talk about uh, walking, uh, Olympic walking. Uh, we've touched on, we, we uh, did a great episode about darts mm. as well, golf. which was uh, a lot of fun. We, we speak a bit about golf. There's not, not a wealth of knowledge about rugby here. That's mm. my only issue. I, having said that, though, I have watched uh, a couple of games at the Rugby World Cup and, and I'm really enjoying it, I have to say. It's, 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 it's you know, when, when England last made the World Cup final, uh, they were in Tokyo, I think it was. Might be wrong, but I think it was Tokyo. And um, they lost the final, didn't they, to South Africa. Yeah. And I got a FaceTime from Joe Marler, which was kind of like, doesn't happen at all. I can't claim that we're sort of best friends. We're sort Ooh. of uh, loose acquaintances. Uh, make of that what you will. Ooh. And... Um, <laughs> FaceTime from Joe Marler. Do which, things differently. So do, do things, things differently. Really? Yeah. With a, with a rugby person. Yeah. And um, opened up the FaceTime because he called a couple of times. And the second one I opened and I was at in-law's house, I remember. And he he looked at me down the FaceTime and he just started screaming. And he had a, a penis drawn on his face. So he's obviously on some sort of like mad one out there. For reasons I still can't understand, decided to FaceTime me. And now I'm hoping it's a wonderful tradition that at some point during this World Cup he will call with a penis drawn on his face and uh, ah, you never make, know. Let's, well, let's yeah, make that happen. Uh, yeah. So there you go. That's the extent of rugby on this podcast. There we go. <laughs> but we will let you know if Joe Marler calls with a, um, yeah. you know, schlong on face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, do things differently. Maybe if uh, you never thought you were into the rugby before, mm. maybe as a podcast we should say, like, go give the rugby a watch. Like, why not? Yeah. Give it a watch. Give I think watch. if you're a football man, don't just be a football man. Reach out, watch some egg chasing. And if, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're a G man, try a black heart. Yeah. Is yeah. black heart actually better? Don't take our word. Give it a go. Just over to brewdog.com forward slash crouch. Buy a pack of black heart. Not only will you get some delicious stout, you'll be adding to a prize draw for tickets to the next event we're hosting down at Brewdog Waterloo. By the way, quick word on these events. Uh, last one got loose. Oh, Last, one, last one was Is my... that your debut? The last one was my debut. Uh, I missed the it. previous two. I loved it. <laughs> So what we do is... It we was do, right up my street. We do uh, <laughs> brew pong. Brew pong, mate. And um, I'll be honest with you, it was it was absolute carnage. Yeah. What What's happened with this is we've only done um, maybe two or three of these events so far. And they've been loads of fun. But the first one we did was a quiz. Then we did brew pong, which is beer pong. Um, and that was so fun. We did beer pong again. Ooh. And I think... Are we announcing now? I think we're just going to do beer pong moving forward. I think the idea was we would uh, sort of mix up the event. We're just we're going to do beer pong because it's a laugh and it's competitive. And um, it's so good hanging out with people who listen to this podcast yeah. and doing beer pong. What, Wait, do, you know, do you know Brewdog are taking this to Las Vegas? You know, like they're doing a competition where they can... You can play and get the opportunity to play in the Brewdog in Las Vegas. Like, exactly. So it feels like an open goal to get us there because 
That's where this has started. Well, I just it? think if, if our friends at Brewdog are listening, um, you know, we'd, we would like to um, go to Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even subtle anymore, is it? It's like no, we're basically, no, basically, basically about it. I just I'd like to go. Oh, we, we, we can either go as officials or via a team. Just, just, or we just can bring us know. to Vegas. Um, <laughs> Take us there. Or just bring us there for the atmosphere. <laughs> Uh, but the events themselves, yeah, we do them at uh, Brewdog Waterloo. It's quite cool because we don't, it's not like loads and loads of people. It's quite intimate. Um, but it's quite cool hanging out, having a few drinks and a um, bit of food. Uh, but, but that's quite nice, isn't it? We can do a bit of a Q&A. We can answer yeah. some questions, hang out, drinks, food, um, bit of beer pong. So if you fancy that here at Brewdog Waterloo, you know what you got to do is Crouchy said, brewdog.com forward slash crouch and buy a pack of black heart. We'll see you there, right? 100%. I'll see you there. Well, let's get into the pod. Uh, a lot of fun there, to be honest, <laughs> with some of those. Um, but you know what we're talking about today, Chris, right? Like that kind of media day, that first day in where you have to do kind of the team photo, the kit launch, you've got a new kit. You know, it's evolved so much from when I first started. I remember that it used to be like, Right, everyone, you'd go to the stadium and you'd get your kit on and you'd go out on the pitch and you'd have that big team photo. Yeah. And you someone would, you know, there'd be a few few quips in the back. We'd have a laugh. Someone would say something really inappropriate. Yeah. We'd all laugh and then they'd take a picture and then we'd all go training. Um, but now it's like you've seen all you know, on TNT Sports and Sky and like you see them now, it's all like there's loads of people dancing and stuff. Yeah. Doing, the Jimmy the Jimmy yeah. Bullard doing classic. celebrations and stuff yeah. like that. No, no, not just the, the the one where you see, you know, the team lineup where we have to walk and then like do a smile at the camera. Yeah. It's more like there's also you have to go like I remember when when it when it first all started coming in, it was like right, we're changing things now. It's not just a photo, you have to like walk to the camera. And then it started going on like Right now, just uh, I turned up. I had no clue. It was like, oh, it's media day. So great. They said, uh, so if you could just stand there and do the robot. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> yeah, it's trademark. No, 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 no. She said to me, um, so yeah, if you just did robots, that camera and then that camera there. And I was going, what? When <laughs> did this come in? And this, this like, is all for them to put on. Yeah, you like, know, like, you know, that kind of pre and thing. And, like, and they say, with, like, oh, yeah. it's, you know. Yeah. Tune in to be TNT. It's changing loads, isn't it's it? Like, I find some of them, I've got to be honest, I know it's progression. I find some of them a bit cringe because yeah. I like seeing the big name footballers on the on the like promos and things like that, right? But they've always got to do, everyone's got to have a fucking thing now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And it's like, I don't know if I'm just being a bit sort of old bastard about this, but does everyone, you never had a thing. Well, yeah, well, did you? Yeah, it feels like everyone has to be different, doesn't it? I know you mean. Oh, you had the point, didn't you? Oh, you had the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't ask you. It was more. It was. It was more point. Where I had the high, go that way. high shorts and a point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feel like Mike D when he celebrated at Wild Lane, remember? Yeah. 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 He probably he like, turned himself well. with the finger as well. But do you do you know what I mean? Like, don't you think Superman? Are you not concerned that because I think like players feel that they now need like everyone's got to have a like eh, yeah. there or like eh, yeah yeah it's like there's just like a th there's, everyone's got to have a thing and it's getting to the point now where it's so busy it's like everyone's got to perform so they go right and let's look at the lineup for Liverpool Arsenal and every one of them's got a sort of like. 
like yeah but yeah. i don't think that is down down to them i feel like obviously like people want to see more don't they so yeah but so it's, think, yeah but it's not everyone's cup of tea is it you know yeah. like when you was at school and people used to whatever if you've done drama and people excelled or you know when there's people love being in the spotlight some people just like being you know on the periphery they don't like doing that and then when you get in they, they they hate these days. Oh, yeah. They will cringe and hate going in knowing that they've got to perform something to a camera. Yeah. But I think they they're, slow, they're slowly do. breaking down Roy Keane, aren't they? Let's be honest. Ooh, like, he, like when he got bought in, <laughs> it was very much like, isn't this hilarious? Because Roy Keane's completely no nonsense and everything. And slowly he started smiling a bit more on TV. And before you know it, he's going to be thrown out a dab. Or he's, he's like... <laughs> is, he's he's on not, is he on TikTok? He's not Because I know he's on Instagram. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he is. He is. So I mean, that's that's just a change, isn't it? Do you, do you I, I think you have to not, embrace it? But do you regret not having more of a? Do you think you needed more of a like a robot? No, no, no. I don't know. I, I think it, everyone's different, isn't it? Everyone's like everyone's got their own trademark, and if you've got it, you got it. If you haven't, you haven't. But it's I don't like, think you need it. And I, I think no. like the thing is with the, with the robot, and that's why I didn't do it much. Like when I played, because I, I was thinking like. You know when people constantly churn out this celebration, I was thinking, like, it was it was fun and it was kind of like born out of something. It wasn't contrived, you know. It was a bit of a laugh with the lads, and yeah. then it escalated. And I think I don't like those ones are okay. I, th I think, um, and obviously, yeah, I don't know, I'll pull it out weddings and funerals and fucking parties wherever I go now. But um, <laughs> can I just ask? <laughs> wow! Can I just can I, but can I just have this on record? Can I just have this on record? If I, if I one day pass and this has been watched for a long time, it's not near the way. You need to rephrase it. It's not if, is it? Um, it's not uh, if. Yeah, well, when? Well, before <laughs> but, me. But, but, <laughs> what I mean is if it's a bit more early than we expected. Yeah, right. expected. Oh, well, Please, can you promise me now you'll perform the robot at at the pub? <laughs> if it's what you want, at, mate, it's, it's what, it's my what I'll do. Yeah, Case is altered in Pinner. Yeah. You'll be in there doing the robot. Yeah. Is that what you want? It's, I'm, I'll say it now just for posterity, but I would love that. Yeah. We'll and it'd be a great honour. Just put it in the wheel so I know that you're not... And Steve can do the finger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wheel away after. <laughs> yeah, Sid, Sid, where's the wake? All <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, right, well, that's your funeral sorted, isn't it? <laughs> well, I was trying to get Do you know, I was, uh, sorry, very quickly, I was doing my will the other day, first will. Uh, someone advised that I should do a will. Well, Fuck me, that's a morbid experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? It's, not good. it's not nice. It's not good. They either give it to you, um, I, I got it quoted, and they give it back to you in a sort of like quite depressing font as mm. well. It's like uh, as if you've died already. You see your name on there. It's like, <laughs> um, neither not. of you are in it. No, we're not. No, we're I've not, not listed you for anything. I don't <laughs> I don't think I've got anything that you, you would want, really. Barbecue? <laughs> hey. What, what would you leave me, Steve? Uh, have I got a Watford shirt that I signed, that I swapped with a player, maybe? Uh, I'd love that. I'm sure I'd have something that you'd like. You have a look? Yeah. I'll How have about a look. you, Pete? Uh, Ab? Fucking <laughs> 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 like that, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> We'll get, hey, we'll get our wheel. Your wheel just got up a notch there. <laughs> we'll get our lawyer onto it. <laughs> I'm Rick. You I'm Rick. consider yourself you write busy. Up, you write this up. <laughs>
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Right. You know, on the media day then, so it feels to me that you want to be there for the minimum, sort of minimum amount of time. Because yeah. it's quite an awkward experience, isn't it? Yeah. But, and, you, and you're there in the full kit. Is that the first time that you see the new kit for the season? It's changed now where I'm sh- I'm sure some clubs have worn the next year's kit on the last game of the season, the haven't season. they? Yeah, yeah. They, they kind of get, the, it. get it going out for yeah. the fans. I remember Chelsea wearing it mm. in the 2008 Champions League final. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the yeah, next season's, the next season's kit. kit. You haven't kit. worn it all season and all of a sudden you're wearing the new kit. Mm. So... It's changing now. It used to be, yes, it used to be no input from the players at all. You'd rock up for pre-season. You'd probably do a week's worth of pre-season training. Mm. And then all of a sudden, it's just dumped there and then. You're like, there, there is something special about going in first day of pre-season. And that, like for me, it's not even the kit. It's more the, the training, training kit. kit yeah. You know, like you get, so you get your first training kit and it's different to last season. And uh, even if you're, some, sometimes if like, we were playing for England or something like that, you'd come in, maybe two, three weeks later than, than everyone else. And you'd see when you're on holiday, you see the lads training and you'd see them in, and you go, oh, you're mm. like the new kit. It's quite exciting. Yeah, but you even do that as fans, don't you? You see the new training kit and you work out what you want to buy. It's disappointing if it looks shit as yeah. well because yeah. you, you want to buy some of the new training kit. It, it, I find that really interesting what you're saying, Pete, because is that something from just being a football fan very young and seeing the same thing, but it's just, you don't really lose it. It's kind of ingrained in you. Oh. Waiting for the new kit. You know what waiting it is for, the new for me? Kit. It's like, some, like something I've always had as a kid as well. It's like, I've always been obsessed with like boots and kits and yeah. things like that, like um, for, even from a really young age. So even as a professional footballer, when the new season starts, everything's exciting. And mm. it's like, everything's like, oh, the new signings. And like you go in, like even as a professional player, I felt the same way. As a fan, I'd go right. I can't wait to see these new signings. And I used to go to preseason games and watch them, and go like, oh, "He looks good," you know, like, "Wow, he looks great," this and that. And it's the same as a professional all the way through my life. I go in, I couldn't wait to see what the new signings were like, you know, what they like as players, what they like as people, um, and the same with the kits and the boots and everything's yeah. everything's new and exciting. You just think, what's this season going to bring me? Because, you know, your life can change in one good season. And, you know, and your life couldn't change with one poor season, but it's all fucking exciting. Yeah, yeah. and it, it, it all comes down to the sponsor as well. So when I was at Fulham, we had a Kappa, and Kappa are known for a tight kit. I couldn't wear that one. So I'd have had to, I'd have had to get a transfer. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? Because I look back at that brand oh, now some and think little that tight was ones, mate. I didn't yeah, like imagine it. Imagine the ones that were, you know, the ones that go off season and they can blow up. Yeah, but like, Kappa, Kappa trousers. What's it saying? Like John, big John Hartson in yeah, Kappa. Like, yeah, but so... The Wales one. Yeah, they're in trouble. You know, like there's yeah. a few... few Wazza, Wazza could have yeah, been in trouble. Kappa, like there's a few... Remember big John Hartson in the Wales one? Like it was a tight kit, wasn't it? But, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. So on the off season, you have got an iron going, oh, I've got to get in that tight kit when I get yeah, back. What was your favourite... Yeah. What, what Do you remember what your favourite Fulham kit was? The horrendous one was that we had an... <laughs> believe it or not, we had an orange away kit. 
Imagine me in an orange awakening. Orange awakening. Oh, I was no, a, Sid. I was a walking fish finger, may I ask. <laughs> it was a giant <laughs> like what's it? Oh, my <laughs> God. It? it was so bad. Uh, yeah, imagine that. An orange awakening. So you've gone along to what? The day that you see this kit, like, yeah, it's handed the first to day, you. I'm like, oh, no, I've gone. Oh, for fuck's sake. But that plays in your mind a bit. Yeah, you know, every time I stick the kit on, I'm like, I look like a... Fucking what's it? <laughs> so yeah, it does play in your mind, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, that must, did you did you play? How did you play in it? Uh, no, I don't think I played well. Uh, I don't think I played well. I can't that distracting? Do you think? Do you right. know what? I always felt like same with boots. If you look down, there was a nice pair of boots. You had nice boots on that look good. I was like, I look good. If you have a nice kit on it, it's like when you put any 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 suit or. You look, when you look good, feel good factor. Well, it's your yeah. confidence, isn't it? If you go exactly. out and you go like, oh, I don't look great tonight, you know, you're not going to go over to that girl that you really fancy. You go, fucking hell, no. But if you go, fucking hell, yeah. I look the bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> you fly straight to... over. <laughs> I love that. Uh, we just need to clip that up and put that out every Friday or Saturday <laughs> night as motivation. <laughs> don't we? I feel like the bollocks. Oh, fucking look the bollocks. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> what about you, Pete? So, um... It's not necessarily about bad kits, but it's just that kit that you looked at and went, um, nah, nah. It's... Well, it was a couple. Like, in my early days, I didn't have any pull, did I? So I had no kind of, sort of 18, 19, I couldn't say, turn around and say, did that. I don't, you got to, like, mm. do this and that for me. But I, I just wore what they gave me. And sometimes, I mean, remember my QPR kit was like an absolute Bag. tent. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had a pair of hot pants on as well. Yeah. And then I had short socks that were a bit too, like, tight so I was trying to rip them up like and they were obviously I didn't have the greatest frame you know I looked like an absolute stick insect yeah but I preferred the kits when they felt baggier I well, mean I, like from a from a no. to, to the to the skin tight if it's not do you tight, what I mean it's not right Starkey are you serious you like that feel more yeah, than the baggy one I, I remember my first I, jersey I for Brentford I was alone I wouldn't want a big it was it like they're massive they're, yeah. they're huge. The best thing for me when I went to Portsmouth, right? They had Canterbury, which was a which was a, a rugby make, and and I was, yeah. you don't remember Canterbury, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like usually Nike, you know, Adidas, whatever, you know, Puma. But then they they were made by Canterbury. I'm not joking. The tracksuits were like too long, and I was going, this is unreal. I've never had this before. Mm. I had shorts that fit me, and like <laughs> tops that fit me for the first time. Literally. You didn't have cold ankles for the yeah, first yeah, time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, because you've got to remember, they're just, they're actually like kind of, they, they, they fit the team. They don't fit me. I, I, I need, I'm bespoke, unfortunately. Yeah. Was but, you uh, tailored? Was you long sleeve or short always, sleeves? Always long sleeve. Look, 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 no. Like yeah, but, yeah, but long sleeve I'd pull them rolled up. up. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I'd roll them up like in the, in the, in the summer. Three quarter sleeve? Uh, yeah, a bit like that. Yeah, a bit like that. What's, that okay, well, what about kit, kit make then? Both of you, what's your preferred one ever? I'm going to kick this off with Lecoq Sportif. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. But that might keep you old. That is a great mate. And I'm not that saying it to just be retro. No, that's no, I'm just saying, mate. like, I loved, I loved the great classic mate. Watford kit for me was Lecoq Sportif and Phones for You on the front. And I just, mm. elite combo in yeah. my yeah. mind. So that's like, like QPR was Lecoq Sportif and it was like, it was compact. And then it was I'm trying to think. Well, it was just lovely kits, though. Nice was... kits, but they didn't fit me at all. No, they, they were no. they were huge. they were weird shapes. Yeah, but it's a good it's a good make. But it, you know, it just didn't fit me. If we going iconic kits, I my first kit that I remembered growing up was Liverpool. You know, like the yeah, um, yeah that's the three stripe one. No, 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 the can you know uh, candy. candy with the like the dash mm. dashes. 
in the oh in the yeah journey. okay yeah I'm trying to it was like, like player wise uh, Ronnie Rosenthal days. yeah like Cut. mid mid to late eighties wasn't it it was yeah. kind of like around just out just era. out crown paints yes just crown out of crown paints yeah it was candy yeah um, and then but the biggest one to me was always on the continent like it, like Serie A they had the best kits didn't they mm. they the Italians are stylish I I had, I had Sam, Sampdoria home and away. There were some there were some big ones there. Um and then it's like then the baggy stuff started coming, didn't it, as well? We're talking Blackburn when they won the league. That kit for me is an all-time classic. Yeah. Like imagining Shearer Shearer in that Blackburn yeah. kit. Yeah. Uh it, for me is it's iconic. Yeah. It is. It's like big it kind of Shearer had that big collar up and he never really wore his collar up. Yeah. He? Like he had that big collar. It was a collar big up. collar, wasn't it? Big collar. But yeah. he was how good was he then? Shearer. Yeah. That that year. For, for like, him and Sutton. But then you you yeah, him and Sutton. You look at them um shirt sponsors though as well. There was it feels like you look back on it a bit and it was a kind of it's important. A, a slightly happier time. With, with those particular shirt sponsors, yeah. I was a big fan of like the Nuki Brown Ale uh, mm. on the on the new Newcastle oh, shirts. Yeah, um, but you look back at some of those old sponsors. Yeah, yeah I know it's some absolute belt like, like unreal, and they, and they make a shirt. I think some some of the sponsors. Yeah, of course they do. Like, yeah, now of Chelsea's, course they do. Chelsea haven't got one. Think yeah, of JVC right. with Arsenal. Oh, I mean, for me, do that's... you know I liked Arsenal? Dreamcast. Dream. Well, that was when only one season. I know, but I like... I swear it was one season. Think about their, the team in there when they were Dreamcast. Yeah. Well, I was at Arsenal then, and it, we... Um, Sega for a bit, wasn't it? Well, Sega. It was Sega. Henri in the O2. Cast, right? So the Dreamcast one come... Did you have a Dreamcast? So do, we do got, So there was Dreamcast all around the training grounds, and then the we was, we was like YTS, so going for our pros at the time. But the pros got... The, the Dreamcast console, yeah, and then they got O2. Do you remember when they got O2? Yeah, yeah. I remember Henri and that, yeah. that sort of burgundy yeah, true, Champions League. Then true like, story. Yeah. This is a true story. So O2 sponsored Arsenal. Um, every first team player from the squad got given an O2 chip with a ten thousand pound credit. So yeah, because it was credit. It was like pay as you go. Yeah, on so it come with a chip. Yeah, Colo Torre spent that in one weekend. No, on what premium rate? Call him, calling home to Ivory Coast. Oh, <laughs> he come in. I swear, he come in on the, like we was giving on the Friday. He come in on like the Tuesday. Wednesday was like, I need a new, I need a new chip. <laughs> but isn't it mad that being a baller wow. then? I need a new but, chip. But being a baller was having loads of credit on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. If you think about it, that, time's mad because that was around the time where you'd get say ten free texts a day. So you were limited on those texts and anything else cost you money. Yeah. And we all get used to just firing off WhatsApps, everything now. Yeah. But it, wasn't, it never used to be like that. It never used to be yeah. like that. Like, like a pound a text. Or so. Yeah, well, mate, no, it was, well, the best one was one-to-one. Do you remember? Three after seven, free at weekends. So. What's that about? That, like you look yeah, they was now, buying them like, chips back. They was buying them contracts back of people. We're That's going, insane. We're going a long time back. No, but it's interesting <laughs> because the, shirt, age, no, no, but Steve, the shirts bring you to a certain but they, they point. Take you away, they take you way back. Like I'm thinking of, of like Hewlett Packard. You're, you're making me... Ooh. When Hewlett Packard sponsored Tottenham. Yeah, classic. When, when, so oh. when I was in the youth team at Tottenham, like same thing because you kind of like any kind of free stuff, you're absolutely yeah. buzzing, aren't you? Mm. I remember Pony was the yeah, Pony, Pony yeah. was the man. They gave us some boots and all the lads were like, um, fucking not wearing Pony. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a little go then. <laughs> I was, I've got about six of them. Yeah. I dished them out to like my mates around, you know, all around Ely. And there was, there was Pony everywhere. There was Pony everywhere. <laughs> we were Pony. Pony was, Pony was massive in the Ealing area, was it? All because Pony of you. Pony was massive. 
<laughs> Pete's getting all this pony stuff and flogging it around. Oh, it was West Ham and Tottenham. West Ham as well. Oh, West Ham yeah. and Tottenham. That was those sort of days. And then like that was me and the youth team. And then obviously sponsored by Hewlett Packard. I remember I got a print off of my mum. It's mad, like it's mad. The per- really? I'm fascinated about the perks of the sponsors as well, and perks of the kits. And like, look, I know we're talking about sort of kit launches, media days, and stuff like that. But the, um, you know, when the Dreamcast was there, just going back yeah. to that, Sid, the Dreamcast didn't last long, did it? It was a bit like the mini disc player. It kind of was seen as forward thinking, yeah. and it's going to be this thing. But yeah. it sort of was a very short period in time. Mm. And it was expensive. Dreamcast and, and mini displays were expensive, but then things moved straight into download so quickly yeah. that having a CD and that was it didn't really work. Mm. But that Dreamcast kit, that that Arsenal time, that JVC Dreamcast O2, it was so consistently exciting to see the sponsor on the kit. And as mm. you say, Pete, it made a kit. I think as much as the actual mm. design itself. Yeah, and it's a little bit sad now. Again, I know we don't sound like old bastards on this, but it's it, it's a little bit sad when you have to sort of ignore the sponsor some of the times to try and enjoy the kit. Well, I'm not sure they're as iconic now, right? And I don't, I don't know whether so. that's me being nostalgic or what. But if I said to you, like, NEC, right? Who are you thinking of? Everton. Right? Bang, mm. right? Commodore. Chelsea. Chelsea. Amiga. Chelsea. Chelsea. Right? Like, if you say, if you say like, yeah. Like, you know, you say, you think of the team. Where yeah. I don't know if you, if you would do that in 10 years' time now. Yeah. If you were willing to go with the right brand as a football club on that sponsor, would you not arguably sell more shirts? I don't know. I'm sure mm. the economics of it mean that people just buy them anyway. Do you know but, that's a great fucking game, that, right? If we... If you, you just do if the you brands. you down, right, yeah. a load of brands. Yeah. And I'm sort of, we can go niche with this as well. But, you know, like Sharp... Obviously, yeah, yeah, right? Course, you know, yeah. like obviously we know who they are. But yeah. like if you went a little bit as a few like these yeah. ones, I reckon we'd be good at that. Like I'd enjoy it as well. It's great. Well, why game. don't we do that? Next why don't we do that next episode? Mm. We just get the brands. I think it's I think you're right. I don't know if it's necessarily about picking how would we do it? Like pick one Premier year League, in the right? Premier League. I think it's they, they yeah. have to have played in the Premier League, right? Yeah. yeah. Throw a sponsor at all of us. Yeah. Get people to write in, right? We'll throw a sponsor at us and we'll we'll Try and answer. Yeah, it. why don't we go through it? Why don't we challenge producer George here? So you, you get a load of sponsors and we'll say the team will go through it. And I bet you it invokes memories as well of yeah. just that like time. Even, even and... talking about it now, like I've got, I've actually got, um, you know, a semi on. Um... <laughs> <laughs> because this, I is my, this is my vibe, right? I, I, I'm into it, like big time. Because like, I love those kind of football memories yeah. are so... They're amazing, aren't they? Yeah. Like all the boots and it's just, I don't know. You can kind of smell it. You can feel it. It's it's special, isn't it? I, I'll never forget. This is crazy. I remember this. Do you remember the show? You bet. Yeah. Right. This fellow went on You Bet once, and he said, "I can tell you what kit, what the name, what the team is, right, from just the collar." Oh, that's amazing. That's neat. And, yeah. and, and Joe, whatever everyone said, yeah. they're on the side going, no, he can't, I don't know, he can't do it. Yeah, I think he can do it. He done it. He done it. But anyway, yeah, someone done that with the collars. But I like this, the sponsors, the the the, the kit sponsors. It's I good. Like. It's just yeah. nostalgia. Good. Do you know what I mean, it's like yeah. you know, the, I I used to love a kit. Well, like when that lace up came in, like I remember seeing it on the Man United kit for the first time. I think I hate United. You know, I've been grown up to hate United, but. You fucking can't deny that kit. No, <laughs> it's got, yeah. why, it's don't got we, why don't we do that on social? Though? Why don't we? Why don't we whack up just a tiny bit of a kit, like a little peak? Do you know what I mean? 
and then let people pile in underneath working out exactly what season it's from. That could be funny. Like like the you bet thing, just get a little see if people can know it from the collar what that kit is. And it's one that one of you boys has worn. I reckon they, I reckon you could go further afield. I reckon you could just put any snip it up and niche kit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and see if anyone can get it. Can That's you, a good idea. Can you remember what the sponsor was for the um the Blackburn kit? It was wasn't it Mook something or other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lager. Yes. Lager. You are you boys uh, have got it. it. You yeah. boys have got it. McEwen's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? I didn't think you'd get it. Yeah, you got it. It's in uh, the brain. It's definitely got a semi it? on. I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> it's my game, I'm telling you. I love this game. <laughs> Give me another one. <laughs> the media, going back on that. Do you remember when EA, obviously, when the, the, the console games and especially EA Sports and FIFA, do you remember that started getting really heavy into football? Well, when was the first was time EA you Sports, knew that? Well, it was EA Sports, but uh, well, the first time we knew was when they would come. Do you remember they used to come into the training grounds and you'd have to sit there oh. and they'd have all the cameras like around, like 20 I'm cameras. I'm not sure if you know this. You know, do you know this? Do you know like oh, on, well, on, on know FIFA? So yeah, this is crazy. Insane. So do you know like how FIFA is so real life? It's because they get every single player to, to come in in their kit on one of these media days and you sit on this chair and there's probably literally 20 cameras all around. I think there's more than that. It's like, it's it, it cam- like camera all the entire way around and underneath you, it's like yeah, all and around above. you. And, and then like you gotta do different facials and you gotta, they say celebrate and you celebrate and they say angry and you show an angry face and you gotta do all these different um, facials and mannerisms and then that's how they link it all to the game is it just something that's always been your career or was there a point where you go like fucking hell this is quite cool like I've made it I'm in a game no because it's it's, it's every, when, when I, it's every player they do it to, it's not just like it's every player who's in the Premier League they, you go in and you'd have to sit around and they just the amount of data and like facial like the amount of faces they've seen and angles of the everyone's faces yeah but do you remember your first FIFA for example no that's the first that's, one. <laughs> you boys don't know. I don't know. No, just, that's a monumental experience. <laughs> You've just been, you've been, you're able to play yourself on FIFA, right? Yeah. So surely yeah. the very first one that yeah, would have happened, you would have bought the me. game, you would have got it. Do you not remember like that I grew up on, champ- I grew up on Championship Manager, right? I loved Championship yeah. Manager as a kid. Like I grew up on that, played it every day. I remember, the, you know, I'm talking old school when the space bar was to, you know, oh. to, to make it faster, the yeah. game, that kind of thing. It was, that was for me the best kind of championship manager time. Then obviously, yeah, it got bigger and bigger and bigger. Obviously, it's huge now. Um, but yeah, when I first started kind of buying myself on championship manager, that was, that was a moment. Do you remember playing yourself? How old were you when you started playing for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> it's a legit question. Bizarrely, it's uh, legit. Amrik, if you could get in touch with us, with, with Amrik, we're fine on that one. I, think. I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I, I never went out and bought a game to go and play with myself. <laughs> you must, Steve. That's bollocks. You've I swear never, to you. you've never, I never went to a shop and bought FIFA to come home and just start playing myself. But okay, have you never had a girl, for example, next to you, who's a bit oblivious to what you do because you're at the level and you go, right, watch this, and then you just whip out and start playing with yourself. <laughs> And then she's oh, like, fucking hell, you're massive. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Never. See, if, if I was you, I would definitely do that. Uh, <laughs> no. If, if you saw you playing yourself, she'd be impressed. 
It's it's hard if you're if they make you look shit on the game though. Have you never played the, any of those games yeah, well, or the, seen the, any of them? I've got, I've got, what about, what the hell is going do you remember yeah. that? Were you on a golf course with me when we? I've showed you. you I think you might have sent me it. You know when that when that German fella yeah. um, absolutely destroyed me on. Uh, he wrote into the podcast. And just said uh, basically how shit I was. It's one of the best messages I've ever heard. Why? Because you was on what? On the computer game? I mean, he was angry. He just said, you are fucking shit. Yeah. And he was, he was, and he hammered me. Sort of starts off okay and then goes a bit weird. Mm. Hello, Peter Crouch. My name is Essena, but I'm a FIFA international uh, pro from Germany. International pro. Uh, I want to tell you something. I pegged you. Uh, I pegged, pegged you? you? Uh, you are the worst card that ever exists. You are a son of a bitch. I fucked you. Two meter legs. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Two meters. Son of a bitch. You have three star skits, three star weak foot. <laughs> that is the voice of a German man that got spanked probably five, six nil on FIFA. I, I take uh, it. I don't, I, see, I don't know the rules. But I, has he yet to buy you is he yet to well, pay he's is he yet to pay? So bought and then he's got like a pack. so he spent a lot of money then i take it he spent he spent his month's rent to buy you I'm gonna be honest, I, I think he's i think i had a bad game he's in charge of it and he's literally playing as peter on on so it's user error but either way he's decided to message peter to yeah. explain his unhappiness with yeah, it he wasn't pleased. but that's what i find mad is that you boys for me that seems like what would be such a monumental point of your career to be able to you know joke side play as yourself uh, on on one of these games like mm. it's mad, mad thing to be able yeah, to no, do. Like, it yeah. does does mean you know mm. it's, it is amazing to see yourself on these games and like kids coming up to you you know with the little cards and you know, like I used to collect panini stickers. Yeah, really exactly. Like you get a little panini, something else you just sign it. It's great. But when the stats things. don't match up, you know, when they yeah, like on match attacks now, or, or, or the top trumps, mm. where is? Yeah, players. some of them are facts, but some of them is are opinion, aren't they? Yeah, like scoring. Mm. Yeah, players speed get hurt by them now, don't they? They <laughs> play, get, play, they get players are bothered by yeah, that. Yeah, they're really bothered. You see people all the time like say, "I'm not happy about this. I'm not happy about that." Of course, because it affects the perception of you as a player. If you if you don't get the right numbers on your FIFA score, the bizarre thing is the perception of you is a bit like, well, maybe you're not as quick yeah. as you are. Probably even has repercussions in, look at the money we're talking about in players now, yeah. in a really bizarre way, if it's driven by people's well, opinions of you as a player. Yeah, because right? I suppose their stats are so accurate now. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, I mean they, the people that work on these games are like not far off the... Well, similar to the people that work in football. What would your pace be on if you used to rate yourself... Out of a hundred. Out of a hundred. Yeah. Walking. But I don't know what uh, my walking pace. <laughs> Ninety nine. <laughs> you said <laughs> ninety nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, my pace. I'm not sure. That was always a. That was always. That wasn't my forte. You know, on the media day, I see him because you're all together. Do you see which players get the extra attention? So is it a case that like? Um, you're moved into certain you know what like, does players me? at the you know what front. Does or... me with that one is like, you know, where you see like a signing, like who's coming on your in your position, and they're on the club shop. Oh, you know that one where you go, hold on a minute, and it's like you see the club shop, and then it's like photos. I'll buy the kit, and yeah. you see like, hold on a minute, that was me last year, yeah. <laughs> and then the new signings like that. that's the marquee signings, isn't it? Well, also, I think you can tell it's like, well, he was in the reserves last year, you know. 
I'm not doing the kit this year, but he is. But it's not like they're getting information from the manager to go, actually, this is the one that's going to sell the kits for the next year. Well, I think sometimes it is. I think sometimes it is. I think it's a communication by the manager going, look, he's going to be my number one choice this year. Or do you think vice versa? Do you think sometimes it's a chairman going, we need this guy to become the star? As as, as a fan, though, like if you walk walk into like, you buy the kit and stuff like that, like also, you know, that, that pitch is probably going to stay there for most of the season. So they were like, he's, you want players who are going to be playing and at the forefront of yeah. the team. So it's you, not you a good say sign. About, you say, sorry, you say about when, you know, like you said about, do you think you made it when you was on the computer game? I remember when um, I'd done the kit launch for Fulham. It was Marathon Bet, and I can't remember the spot. Adidas, it was Adidas. And uh, we it was all around, it was, it was everywhere, all around Fulham, Wandsworth, on billboards, new Fulham kit. And my brother was a scaffolder, still is. And uh, he was driving around and he sent me a picture once. I was on a big billboard in Wandsworth and he just t- he sent me the picture and he went, made it. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it and funny, like, isn't it funny that, that what point to your family you've made it? Yeah. Well, it that could be the him. local paper rather than weirdly that the national one. Yeah, made it, yeah. It's so true that. Yeah. Like I've seen a few like, it's like a billboard, like someone sent me and it's like, it does, it's a big thing. Yeah. being on a billboard but also it's the one that everyone can relate to because it's like your name it's the phrase your name in lights isn't it mm. being on a billboard yeah. and your family go past like mm. the same billboard that would have advertised another player or yeah. another I think it's the what when, when it gets you it's when it's, when it's in your, the area that you grew up, grew up in right so it's like you drive past a billboard maybe all your life like since you were eight years old like with your dad and then you go like ah oh, like you're on it yeah. and I think that's the one that probably resonates most yeah. I had a similar experience when um, when I signed for Chelsea so I think the season before they won the FA Cup they won the League Cup and they maybe won the Charity Shield so when you do, you do the team the squad picture yeah. you, you have the trophies in front of what the team won before yeah. so obviously I'm there I went there the year before, but they'd won all these trophies. So then they, they moved the trophies to single shots. So everyone had to have a picture. So I was like, well, I've not won these trophies, but it's the FA Cup. <laughs> oh my God. Did you just get straight in So are you the- Like or- a fan. You're the, you're the original John Terry then. <laughs> so I have, I swear to you, I, am, over this- I literally, no, no, it was on the floor. So everyone had to go over, just crouch down. I take a picture next to the trophy and uh, it was the FA Cup. It was only because it was the FA Cup and I was like, yeah. this, is, this could be the closest I've ever come to the FA yeah, Cup. Yeah. I remember kneeling down, taking the knee and having a picture with this FA Cup and JT, Lampsy, Coley, Bridgie, they was like, oh, whoa, 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 what are you doing? And I remember just shrugging my shoulders. Uh, and I've got the picture at home somewhere. Oh, I'm going to dig it out. I've just moved house. So it's in a box, oh, but God. I've got to get this Get it out, we'll get it out on social. <laughs> yeah, be in the archives at Chelsea. Oh, if anyone's at Chelsea working. But I, it's when you only look at it, you go, if I don't have this picture now, I might yeah, never yeah, get this yeah. picture again. But like, I, I had similar, like when when I signed for Liverpool, they it, just after Istanbul in 2005. So I signed the season after. So I'm like, everyone's going like, oh, like champion, like Champions League winners and all this and that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, guys. <laughs> have you ever had... Um, what a moment, eh? What a final. 
I was fucking watching it on telly. <laughs> you know where you just join a club and they unveil you? Did you ever have one that you've said no to? So, for example, did they never come and pitch you, Steve, and say, right, we've got this idea, you just joined Chelsea, there's all these trophies and that, but we're going to go with the Chelsea is orange campaign <laughs> or something, you know, rip the Carlos Tevez thing. <laughs> they, they weren't really about, was they? They, the, I, I, they, have, they I think they've only come in the last five. Yeah. Thank yeah, God as well, because that is, some of them are terrible, aren't they? It's even more than just the actual player unveiling and the kick-ups, isn't uh, it? It's all this like noise that has to happen. Because I actually think on that, you haven't got a say. Yeah. You're, you're literally doing it. Aren't you? Do I you think, mean on the actual for the player for the for the player announcement there, or do you mean like you sign for a club, you don't know how they're going to hype it to everyone yeah, else? Yeah, and actually, it can feel probably a bit awkward sometimes because obviously yeah. they've made an investment, they want their money's worth, and they just go for one of a better phrase, fucking massive about it. Mm-hmm. If you had the puddings is massive when you sign for a club now, it it would be the perfect signing, wouldn't it? It would be massive. It would be Fulham is massive. Sort of thing. <laughs> like it would, it would follow you around. All right, very enjoyable that. Like mm. I'll be honest with you, I could talk about kits all day. Yeah. It's it's something that I'm, I love. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it when I was a kid. And I love it now. Um, but let's get into the messages, right? I got a message here from Gavin. He said I've been pissing myself laughing at the references in the podcast to the BBQC, and I did a search on Urban Dictionary to see if there was uh, if it was on there, and it isn't. So I was wondering what your thoughts on are on my proposed definition before submitting it. Okay. I'd love to know your thoughts on this, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, a BBQC, a barbecue cunt, usually a weedy white Anglo-Saxon man who is not that great at football, who spends up to 24 hours a day cooking meat to look good in front of his mates. <laughs> I think he's nailed it, I think. <laughs> I think it's a little harsh, if I'm honest. I, I, a little harsh. Um, I think we should put, as well, in, there, in brackets, so prone to rubbing. <laughs> well, <laughs> rubbing's a very important part of it, Steve, as, as you exactly. know. And anyway, I think maybe I, I'm going to have to call someone out here. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to call. I'm going to have to call someone out here, Crouchy. Okay. okay. I only started receiving a few messages from Steve asking about the old barbecue. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait there. Uh, Wait there. Uh, Wait there. Wait there. The tech. Have you seen? Did you see his post last week? Uh, <laughs> Have you seen He's his on post? Because I yeah. probably didn't. So oh, yeah. he put a post on last week, right? Barbecue. So I like, no, no, it's on last one. Not Instagram. Listen, yeah, no, no, no. Listen to this, right? So I get it. It, I, I, it was one of them egg barbecues, right? That yeah. look fantastic. Yeah. This one, you just pr- press the button, right? It's a barbecue, so it's not gas. Yeah. You press the button, and it lights. A barbecue for yeah. you. How good is that? Like, is that Kamado Joe when I got you know the yeah. Like, so I've said to Steve, press button and it's like coal. And yeah, and it's coal, so you load the coals. So you don't need lighter. to shit. So you're not like so that's what I mean. It, it makes so the idea is it makes it a bit easier. You link to your phone and stuff like that. So people getting into it or want to get into it, it works out a bit better. It's, it is cool. But anyway, into the old messages. I see notorious here pipe Slid up, <laughs> which by the way. I want to absolutely encourage because I would love to bring you into the fold here. So my only thing with this definition is it's right, but it's not just a, a white, harsh. weedy, Anglo-Saxon man. You can also count ginger. You're correct. <laughs> Norwegian. Quite well built. <laughs> um, 
former footballer megastar Steve Sidwell into the mix there. If you can add uh, that into the definition as well, that's all good. Yeah, okay. But I think it's the origins of the word, isn't it? Yeah. No, no, I mean, I, I where, where did it derive from? Yeah, I think that's what dictionary yeah, is. True. Hey, do you know what? I um, look, I'm, I'm proud to be the um, barbecue C, and, and also I want this podcast to be a place where anyone who's barbecue C uh, plus can can feel welcome and um, and get involved. So let's you yeah, know let's, let's encourage oh, it. Oh, yeah. Let's encourage it. All right, message from Luke as well. Uh, he says, when I was in year three at school, we somehow had pen pals with a school in Vanuatu used to write letters and send pics to our families and all that jazz. I sent a pic of me dressed as Roy Keane in fancy dress, which they didn't really understand. Uh, I'll get to that later. My pen pal, Oahaku, uh, great name, means storm, and told me how the brave basically bungee jump using a vine and then estimate how long the vine is. The bravest make it longer and end up leading the villages. Impressive, but... Uh, Sorry, that's, that's, well, uh, that's dangerous, isn't yeah. it? Well, yeah, they're jumping on vines... Well, the vine could snap, number one. No, but they're saying vines are different lengths. There must come a point where you so yeah. low that, yeah. We, we might need to get Amrik involved in this one. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, it's in Vanuatu, so, I, you know, I don't... Maybe they have their own Amrik. Potentially, yeah. Carry on, people. Um, it's impressive, uh, but some get a bit too brave and just splat on the floor. So, that is... Exactly, what you, what that's what I'm saying. saying. So, that's incredibly dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't, listen, don't, yeah. don't try it at home. Okay. Is there a small um, print to this? Uh, yeah, he says, the moral of the story is he didn't reply for a few months to my letter, so I assumed his vining didn't go too well. Uh, very sad, uh, eight years old. Yeah. Uh, until I finally got a letter after United won the treble, which said he was really sorry my dad wasn't allowed to play in the final. All lost in a bit of translation, but good fun anyway. Yeah, it's an odd so, message, Luke. So, so, so he, he was worried because he'd been told about the vine jumping Um Sort of tradition. Do you think his yeah. dad's Roy Keane? Uh, ah, yeah. this is what's happened here. Yeah, because yeah. so, he sent a picture of Roy Keane. Yeah. He thinks his dad's actually Roy Keane. Yeah, mm. this is the problem with pen pals, isn't it? Because the thing is with pen pals, especially back in the day where it was just letters back and forth, um, you're communicating with someone in a different language, so things do get lost in translation. Mm. Uh, um, which... Did you boys ever have a pen pal? No. You must have. You have had a pen pal at some point. You must have. I, You've I never gone on a holiday and then ended up writing letters to no. you know sort of a girl that you've met. No, no. Pete. I promise you, no. I, think if I, have, I, I know people that have, but yeah. I've never done it. No. No, I remember the pen pal, the pen pal thing when it came in. Um, Sorry. <laughs> fucking, I don't know what I was talking about there. Yeah, never. Like PayPal. Sometimes happen when, um, like, what do you do when you was at <laughs> school? Are you talking you about to... paper? I think so. <laughs> Who was your PayPal? Oh, I don't know. It was like it was, I just one day found myself sending money across the internet and couldn't believe it. <laughs> it's handy. It's a lot more handy than fucking pen pals. I know that. It's funny that pen pals ended roughly the same time PayPal came in. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I think it's a lovely concept. Really nice. Pen pal or PayPal? Uh, both. <laughs> Yes. And if they would like to sponsor this podcast, uh, uh, as you've heard by now, there are well, opportunities. Pen pals if I start offering PayPal out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you know what? I really enjoyed today. Really, yeah. really did. It was um, quite nostalgic in places, wasn't it? It felt like a good sort of memory episode. Yeah, 100%. Can we quickly talk about this episode that we'd like to do with people? Do you want to explain um, the concept with it? Right. What we want to do, we've had this idea again. Our 
messages episodes are some of the best that we do where uh, the listeners get in touch and they ask us random questions uh, and, and we answer them. So um, what we'd like to do is send some, a video in um, and we'll, we'll sort out how we do that. On our socials. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll, we'll I'll make it on the socials. Oh, that's above my pay grade. I have no idea how. <laughs> idea how we're going to do it but i think but it's a good idea nice to do it yeah i think it's a really good idea to do it because we've done a couple of messages episodes previously but we've had this idea about you know the the episodes are on youtube and stuff like that so we thought we can get you guys involved in the podcast by sending in videos um and then we can answer your question it should be about anything and now notorious is here with us um feel free to ask questions of 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 any type there and uh, we want to do a couple of these this series because also there's a lot of new listeners to this podcast you might be listening to this podcast and don't get some of the references in it. Mm. Parched, even a barbecue, like anything, it might be stuff from like three, four series ago. And so it's a good chance for people to just send in any question. Don't feel stupid about doing it. If it's like, you guys always talk about dot, 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 what does it mean? It's a chance for everyone to kind of reset on this podcast. Mm. Yeah. And and we'd like you to send videos so that we can include you in the podcast on, on the YouTube as well. Mm. So if you do want to do that, we'll put some instructions on our social feeds. But also you can just email us peter.crouch at acast.com. Mm. And, and Pete and Sid, it's kind of any questions towards you boys. No, it's any any yeah. questions. And do you know what? Obviously you'll feature on a podcast because we'll do a whole episode. And, and if you send the videos in, which I hope you do, um, we'll play you out on the podcast and, and, and we'll answer anything. Well, no no question is too stupid. Let's, let's throw that... And you know what? If you if you want to ask any advice of any of us, you know, barbecuing and rapping or um, roboting, uh, we, <laughs> we are the experts. Trouble <laughs> one. Puddings is massive. May your may, may your puddings always be massive. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said, what can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her, let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? 
They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to loadofpricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Loadofpricks, loadofpricks.net.